episode of fade us after a little layoff we are back hope everyone had a good holiday we were all in the same state but all had just too much shit going on to get together to record a live podcast aka we were all drunk in different places and couldn't physically drive to meet up so <laughs> while we didn't have a podcast last week probably a good thing because i am colder than the fucking north pole right now it is unbelievable it's myself, the square. We have Johnny Parlays and Frankie Overs. Boys, how were your holidays? The holidays were fantastic, but uh, you're talking to a, a semi-retired gambler here. It's It's been a tough road for me, too. Really? Well, I mean, first, we got to start off with giving the listeners a little breakdown of our turkey bowl. Yeah, Rough one for the three of us. We're all not a lot of defense being played by the boys. I knew it was defense, dude. I knew it was going to be the defense. Someone in here, not going to name names, may have dropped a touchdown and an interception. We won't name names, though. Again, not going to name names. I didn't That's drop an interception. You dropped a touchdown. You, you definitely dropped a touchdown. Well, I mean, I'm I'm going to blame my current my state of uh, at your the- impairment. <laughs> Is not feeling well. That's a fair response. Is not feeling well. The uh, 7 a.m. FaceTime was a sight to behold for sure. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead. We're going to go through a big, big wrap-up of the last two weeks, college football and NFL. We'll do our picks as we do normally. And then since we've stopped the pod, college basketball is back, which we're watching right now. Johnny's watching his Spartans of Michigan State. I think currently trailing Detroit, whoever the fuck Detroit is. And then uh, my Kent State Golden Flash has actually trailed Virginia by four right now. So it's a very competitive game there. So if you hear us screaming, that's why we're watching these games. So quick recap. We'll, I'll buzz through basically two weeks ago. Then we'll go last week. And then we'll go through games for this week. So. Dating back to a couple weeks ago, think all the way back. We'll roll through some some big games here. First, Coastal Wagon, once again, beats Wagon. State 34-23. Great call together. They had, a, I think, three turnovers in that game. Just outplayed App State. It was great to see. Basically, the game of the day, the Ohio State-Indiana game at noon. 42-35, Ohio State win. They kind of tried to give it away in the second half. They really did. And they've been doing that all season, haven't they? They've been. I, I would love to see what their point differential in the fourth quarter was. Uh, we'll get the IT guy on that. Yeah, um, not good. But but uh, it's probably probably one of the worst in college football. I bet they're getting outscored by two touchdowns consistently in the fourth. Um, 
And uh, and Justin Fields, uh, that was probably his worst game as a Buckeye too, wasn't it? Three picks, right? That, that had to be his worst game I've seen him play. And uh, and they still put up forty. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they look like moving forward. Three interceptions, and they gave up four hundred ninety-one yards and five touchdowns to Michael Penix in that game. Right. Yikes. Michael Not Pete. great. Uh, Michael Pete. Continuing on, we had BYU ranked team kill North Alabama. They covered a 50-point spread. That was impressive. Oregon, who we'll get to next week, would have been last week's games, barely beat UCLA. Should have been a sign for us. Iowa blows out Penn State. We had one of the worst beats of the season. Cincy UCF. Shout out the Godfather who's not here. Ugh. Going back and thinking of this two weeks ago, Luke this is fucking brutal, dude. That's that one of the worst, worst gambling losses I've ever had. Terrible, Luke. I don't know what like. What like for me it was like they ran it out and then they like tried to score three more times. Yeah. So here I'll see the fucking goal line. I inches and inches. Like, you got to be shitting me, man. If they score, too, there's no shot of UCF even, like, winning. At all. Yeah, so I'll set the scene here. I think we all had it either five or five and a half since yep. he was up three. They break a run inside the ten, under two minutes to go. UCF on first and goal basically tries to let them score because they have timeouts in their back pocket since he goes down at the one. I think that was the last time out they called. Second down, Cincy then tries to score, gets stuffed, clock's running. Third down, Cincy tries to score again, gets stuffed. And then Cincy had to snap the ball one last time with like six seconds left, and they were going to try to score again, and it was a horrible snap wide of the quarterback. Basically game over there. Cincy doesn't cover those fucking bastards. Um, another team that cost us, I think all of us, Wisconsin. Look like shit against Northwestern. 17-7 Northwestern win. Again, yeah, we'll get to Northwestern right. here. The Northwestern defense is for real. Got to be. Alabama. You just have to hammer them every way. 63-3 win over. Wagon. Another, another wagon. They're so much fun to watch. They really are. Oh, man. I think we all loved the Liberty-NC State game and over. Neither. Well, I mean, I guess the plus four. Liberty did cover the spread. They didn't win the game, and it was fifteen to fourteen. Just an ugly, ugly game. And I have uh, that was a, yeah, that was another tough, tough loss that week. I loved Liberty. I really thought that that was just a win waiting to happen. Out of that, uh, they were what? They're probably that was, that was uh, just no offense at all. And NC State we was our over king, so those both seemed uh, like they like you couldn't lose both. Uh, and I guess we were right. Lost both. No, plus four. Well, yeah, that's true. Not the money line we lost. but uh, And then Bedlam, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, 41-13 win for the Sooners. That I mean, we kind of all forecasted that. It's a fucking shame that that game did not go over. Yeah. Um, 44 points in the first half. Fuck my Gundy for that shit. Gundy was throwing what? Like goal line fades and shit? I don't – is he, like – is he a good coach? I don't even know. I don't know I, I don't know how he has a job. Like, is he a good coach? I don't think he's a good coach. Reading that, like, obviously Oklahoma State values 
winning Bedlam, and I think he's been there for like 11 years, and he's only beaten Oklahoma twice. Yeah, like – Like Lincoln Riley and Mike Bob Stoops have dominated him. They – like, and, and they kicked the shit out of them in that game. Like, that game was over, like, halfway through the first quarter. Yeah, it was over. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I think it was 21 nothing right off the rip. Like, Yeah, right. And and and, and, and people were and, – and, uh, and they were hanging their hat on their defense early on. They were playing fucking Kansas and Baylor. Um, they, they, and uh, they're getting exposed. And then last game of that Saturday, I almost had to relinquish my fandom. Michigan barely escapes Rutgers, 48-42. That was one of the worst football games I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually just went to bed at one point hoping that Rutgers would win yep. and that Harbaugh would not be – he'd, like, get left on the tarmac. <laughs> just a, a disgusting well, – Yeah, right, because he football. had – if, if, if it would have been to Rutgers, that would have had you had to have fired him then. Well, it, it got worse last week, which we'll get to in just a second. So, moving ahead to week 13, we have to talk Iowa State, Texas on Friday. Motherfuck. I hate Texas with all my heart, I think. With all of it. You broke your one rule. You and Johnny both never bet on Texas. I bet on Iowa. I bet on Iowa State. Tom Herman's such a fraud. That entire university is such frauds. Not their basketball team; they've been playing well. But Tom Herman is such a fraud. I just Sam Ellinger fraud. Yelling we're back after beating a an injured Georgia team in the Sugar Bowl and then not winning anything. Get out of here. Yeah, they're yeah. Never. That's just. Uh... Cause now, now, because that was so bad that uh, now I'll, it'll never happen again. That'll like I will bet against Texas for the rest of my life. It hurts. I know. I'm out of retirement. Had a bad day too. UCF should have blown out South Florida. Wins by twelve. Although that game was points galore. I think were we on Notre Dame or I don't even remember because we were drunk. Were we on Notre Dame? Or uh, North Carolina. Uh, I think I was on the over. Yeah, you, yeah, you're on That the, was criminal. There were yeah. 28 points scored in the first quarter. And the rest of the game, there they, were 20 points scored. Yeah. And but, I think, yeah, Carolina only scored three in the second half. Criminal. You, Johnny, you're – or I'm sorry, Frankie, you're Stanford, bad beat. Holy fuck, dude. And this guy did his whole punting from inside on the other team's fucking 30 in that game. Fucking, what's his name, Shaw? Oh, man. I had Stanford money line in a parlay. Did you? Uh, I had, oh, my God. I had Stanford minus two. Those fucking douchebags. Oh, my God. Incredible. Yeah, so that was rough. And then. Oregon gets upset in what used to be called the Civil War. No, we don't. So we don't. We don't. Come on. 41-38 loss. Oregon State's backup quarterback with the quarterback sneak to win after the starter got hurt. Playing in, like, the rain and the fog and shit. Incredible. That's to be frauds now, huh? Yeah. Oh, they're absolutely. Well, I'm taking them. I'm, I like them this week, but, but 
but that club as a whole just sucks. Yeah. Um, we don't have to talk Kent State Buffalo. We can just. Uh, I agree. We need to give Jared Patterson his respect. Nah, sure. fuck sure. that guy, bro. Come on. I hope he gets popped for PEDs. Eight touchdowns. Yeah, fuck that dude. I mean, he could tackle the guy fucking once. <laughs> I think he was cheating. I think he was cheating. I think he was on PEDs. I'm gonna go out there and say it. Um, I will say that um, there were a couple coaching decisions in the first half I didn't like. And, yeah, Tom Lewis coach scared. And um, and uh, I honestly didn't watch a second of the game. Uh, and I thought, um, and, and I, and I thought, I expected Crum to play a little better than he did too. I don't think Crum played as well as he could have either. I think, I think they probably they, they left some touchdowns on the field, which, which like this, this game could have been fucking seventy to sixty-two. I know it could have. See, I think he played exceptionally well in the first half, and I think he played pretty well at the beginning of the second half too. I mean, the dude had over four hundred yards of offense. Yeah, I know. Outside of him, yeah, I think he, that's how good he is, though. I think he could like I, I think there was more. There I think the play calling hurt him. Agreed. Agreed. The the lack of confidence in his in his offense led to Sean Lewis's demise in the game. I think I think a side note about Kent, I know they're not playing OU tomorrow. Or not OU. Um There's Miami. Miami. It's a shame that that's a good team. It's a Holy shit, what a layup by Brown. Probably not good bowl game. A because I don't know. I don't know if their game their game amount's not going to matter. But then there's also just no like bowl games are dropping like flies now. Yeah. So. Here, here's the problem. Like Buffalo obviously is gonna they're gonna be probably the winners of the MAC. And then you're gonna have Western coming from the other side. So those are gonna be like your two. Like I think there might only be four MAC bowl bids this year. Either four or five. I can't remember. So you have those two right there. And then, like, you're going to have teams like Toledo. They're going to have, like, a bigger fan base who's going to go. Um, Central's been pretty good. I know they lost last week. But, like, it might come down to, like, either OU or Kent for who goes to another bowl game. And I'm worried that Kent's lack of national attention is going to hurt them if they, if they get left out here. So, we'll Not see. How if they keep scoring 50, though, Square? They got who do they play? Who's their last game score? They keep scoring fifty, man. Right? Like if they're in top well, ten scoring in the nation, they're gone. Well, here's the problem: they play OU next week. That's a huge. Without, without, without Rourke, though. No, they're not going to play. OU Buffalo OU was canceled because of COVID at OU. Fuck, they're and, not getting that. Oh man. And Kent had more confirmed positive tests today. I don't think it's been reported does yet. Mac, does the MAC have anything about like rescheduling? I don't think so. Fuck, that would suck. So, we'll see. I don't know. A lot's up in the air. We'll see. Um, because they whoop OU. To cap off my outstanding Saturday, Michigan lost to winless Penn State. Lord have mercy for the Wolverines. That game sucked. Yep. And that's all we'll say about that. Shit teams. Ugh. Indiana's in one of our games of the week this week, but we'll just briefly mention they beat Maryland and Michael Penix tore his ACL. So, he's – Done for the year. Really sucks for Indiana. Really sucks. What a good player he was. I had yet another just god-awful beat. Someone bought a half point. I didn't listen. Lord. 
Florida finished the game trying to score on the one-yard line. Yep. I had 24 and a half and lost. Frankie had 24 and pushed. Yikes. Gators, man. Kyle Pitts That's is something cool. else. A wagon. Still a wagon. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I've, I've been on Florida a whole lot this year, and they've been, they've been doing me pretty well. Um, they're overs, too. Um, I'm not sure if this one hit. It wouldn't have, did it? It did not. It wasn't even close. Their overs actually the last two weeks have not hit. So, um, but they're good, man. Um, I really can't wait for Florida, Alabama, man. That's what I'm really looking forward to this year. That is going to be a light show. I think that Kyle Trask is really good, and I think that Kyle Pitts is almost unguardable whenever offense they're running right now. That's um, who will be close to 70. Yeah. Um, Kyle Pitts had like five catches for three touchdowns and like a billion yards. So it was, he's, uh, he's good. So is Trask. Florida's good. Fucking Dan Mullen. Like they should have scored so much more. They turned the ball over a couple times. Um, it's all right. That was a tough, the, the half point. I tried. I tried. Half point fucked me. Oh, well. Michigan State at home beats number 11 Northwest. birthday present. Yeah, that was a hell of a game. Hell of a game. I don't know what Northwestern was. They they called it a horrible game. They should have won by a lot. They should have won by a lot more. I'll take yeah, was, it. I'll take it. That was a big spread too, right? Like 13? Uh, yeah, it was like two touchdowns, I think. Yeah, I like Northwestern. Didn't have enough money to bet it, thankfully. Yeah. That tells you all, all you need to know about my gambling right now. That's a huge three by Brown. Are you ahead of me, Johnny, or behind? I'm probably behind. All right, well, you're going to be real happy here in a second. Uh, Clemson, after missing a couple games, bounced back. 52-17 win over Pitt. Alabama buried Auburn without Nick Saban. The Egg Bowl fucked me at the last second on a parlay that would have brought me back. Ole Miss, I had, I had minus, what, nine, and they won by seven, those bastards. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Lane. Wasn't that a field? Didn't, didn't Mississippi State hit a field goal to backdoor cover that? No, they scored a touchdown. At the, oh, no, yes, they did kick a field goal. They did. And then I kind of just didn't watch any games at night. I don't even think there was anything entertaining. I know there really wasn't. So that's like a big, quick college football recap. And we're going to jump into now our games of the week for this week. So first game, we had to shuffle these around a little bit because we had a cancellation, which canceled a game we thought would be a game of the year candidate only to give us a better game of the year. Game of the year, baby. <laughs> so we'll – We'll start in the Big Ten, number 12, Indiana, at number 18, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, they are 13-point favorites. Total is 45. And that line is the way it is, like I mentioned, because of Michael Penick. So, out with a torn ACL. I think Indiana's starting Jack Tuttle, former Utah commit, four-star kid. He, he had offers from, like, USC, Alabama. So, he's apparently pretty tough. Um, obviously, crazier things have happened. But I find it very hard to believe that Indiana's offense is anything like it was before, especially against Wisconsin's defense. They allow less than 12 points per game, just 233 yards total, 67 on the ground. But at the same time, 
Wisconsin, like, turned back the clock into who they are or who they have been. Only 366 yards of offense against uh, Northwestern. They ran 82 plays in that game and only 366 yards. Five turnovers, four from Graham Mertz. So, like, on the surface, I think Wisconsin probably wins this game by at least two scores and plays a pretty stress-free game. But Tom Allen's going to have his guys ready to go. Indiana 1-0 against the spread as a double-digit underdog. So I guess I'm going more mind over uh, – I'm going more heart over head here, but I'll take Indiana plus the 13. I think the spread's too big. The spread is too big. Um, I, I just think that that, that that Northwestern defense is, like, really good, though. And, I, right, and I in, – Indiana still gives up these points. Um, and I don't know. I, I think losing a guy uh, like like Penix is going to be a little like just a blow mentally to some of the offensive guys. Um, so I I'm, I'll lay the two touchdowns with with the Badgers. I'm thinking more um, uh, the the way you you laid it out square earlier. Just I think that this is just two touchdowns. The defense is really good. Um, fresh quarterback in in Indiana. I think that uh, I think the Badgers bounce back. Yeah, I don't. The spread is big, though. I don't. I'm. I'm not thrilled about laying 13. But if if the, if Indiana had a game under their belt with this QB, I would probably think about doing Indiana plus the points. But I I know, like Indiana could have guys out with COVID. I mean, no no one's really saying anything. So I think it plays to the advantage of Wisconsin. I mean, Jim Miner, the DC for Wisconsin, is an absolutely hell of a DC. Um, I think he's going to dial it up on Tuttle. I mean, Wisconsin's going to muck it up, make it ugly. Um, I don't really like Tom Allen as a coach, but you got to give tip of the cap to them for making Indiana relevant for the first time in ages. Um, but uh, I think Wisconsin barely covers. I can see this game being like – I don't know if Indiana's going to score. But, That's yeah. so I, I can see Indiana – or Wisconsin barely covering, but I could definitely see, you know, maybe just the unknown of Tuttle. Maybe he shows us something. So we'll uh, we'll have to see come tomorrow. Like, I don't know, like 27 to 10, something like that. Yeah. If it was 14 and a half, would that change your guys' opinion? Probably. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Does it, well, uh, it, here, I'll tell you this: If it was fourteen and a half, I I wouldn't take Indiana, and I wouldn't I wouldn't lay fourteen and a half. I would stay away completely if it was for if it was over thirteen. Mm-hmm. It moved from fourteen to thirteen. Not that I mean fourteen is like a primary football number, but I would have taken Indiana either way. I think so. Uh, all right, game two. This is what I said: probably game of the year candidate. This is going to be a massive game. Two teams that this pod is huge fans of. Number 13, BYU at number 18, Coastal Carolina. Total is 62.5. BYU 10-point favorite. So this this was supposed to be Liberty Coastal. Um, Malik Willis, the quarterback for Liberty, got COVID, and I think they may have had a minor outbreak. Either that or they just didn't want to play the game without Willis because Coastal would have absolutely buried them. Buried them. Before we get into, like, the actual game, Big shout-out to both teams for, like, putting this together. This is huge. And 
I know it's only because this is a crazy year, but could you see teams leaving like a non-conference week open moving forward and just like scheduling teams as they go? Because logistically it doesn't seem like it was this difficult. At all. I guess it would – I think it would matter if uh, like coaches would care for like scouting and stuff and like watching tape. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you'd find like big power five schools doing this. No, I don't think Alabama, if they were number one, would schedule like number four Oklahoma. I don't think we'd see anything like that happen. But like, I think it would really help some of these mid major teams. And I know it's like a college basketball award to use, like a group of five team. Like, if, if UCF a couple of years ago had this opportunity to schedule like a top 10, three or four like third or fourth best team in the SEC, like that's a huge game for them that really could have boosted their value. Obviously, they ended up getting the group of five bid to play in a New Year's Six Bowl, but they could have gotten a lot more respect. So, I don't know. It, it could be some more Auburn. Yeah, it, it could be something interesting to – I don't think that they would do it, but it would be interesting to see if they would do anything like that moving forward. So, to the game. Man. Woo! I'll, I'll say this. And then I'll let you guys go. My my head and heart are pulling me in two different directions. So bad. But I have no choice. I don't. I don't have any choice. The over's mortal. Can we agree? Yes. Yeah. 62 and a half. Are they just like uh, are they just like giving us that in Vegas just like, hey, take the over, like this is gonna be like this is a gift, Merry Christmas or something? Did you say sixty-four and a half or sixty-two and a half? Sixty-two and a half. Okay, that's what I thought. Right, the winner of this game is scoring is scoring 40, 41, right? I think. Yeah. Which means that the over has to go over. No none of neither of those teams are getting hold under 20. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a light show. I and but um I mean coastal has just been every I, I I've won so they've been they've been my ma- main source of unit increase. This season, so I'll be on coastal plus the ten. I'll be on coastal money line. Um, but there's there's a chance BYU wins this game 52-38, right? I think there's a chance BYU wins this game fifty-two to to twenty. No, you think it'd be in my thirty? Yeah, I think. I see this game going one of two ways. And, Johnny, I want to know your opinion. I think this is either, like, an extremely close game where really either one can win or BYU is going to blow them out. Like, if Coastal wins, it's going to be an extremely close game. I know you're – I'm putting you on the spot here after MSU had a little late game. Heart attack. All right, there we go. Um, I – I'm at, I'm in the minority when I say this about BYU. I think their ranking is appropriate. I'm definitely in the Bart like thing. I mean, yes, you can say like, oh, you gotta play who you schedule. They haven't scheduled shit. I know they um, like if they would have tried to pick up like Cincinnati or something like some Power Five school. Like if I don't, I want to know why they didn't try to play Washington. I I, I still. I've, yet, I've read articles about it. I've yet to see a good reason why they didn't play that game. And if it's testing protocols, 
I'm sure BYU and Coastal were able to make an arrangement. So, like, why didn't it work for them? Because that's – a win against Washington will trump at least three of their other ones against, like, South Alabama or however the fuck they played. That being said, Zach Wilson, I was kind of hesitant at first. I'm all I in on him. Stud. I – that – I just – I don't know. that I, I, I think – I think this game means more in the grand scheme of like what a program is to definitely to coastal. I, so I'm leaning towards them plus the 10, but also, I mean, BYU could flip the switch and they could blow the doors off of coastal as well. So right now I think I'm going to bet coastal plus the 10 and the O definitely the over, but I mean, I wouldn't be not be surprised at all. all, all. BYU destroys them. So, I don't know. I'm hoping it's a good game. Tomorrow's slate's kind of iffy. Um, so, this this definitely has potential to be the game of the year, as uh, some people have said. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. In terms of rankings, I don't know how much this win will – it'll help Coastal more than it will help BYU, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, BYU, obviously they're, they're probably going to jump Indiana – Indiana may cover, but I don't think they're going to win. So they'll move up to 12. And, like, there are a couple other teams in there. Like, eventually Iowa State or Oklahoma is going to lose in the Big 12 championship game. I think they can get inside the top 10, but I don't know how much higher they can go. For Coastal, like, this is – because they're they're going to win – they're in the what? The uh, Sun Belt? Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah. they're going to win the Sun Belt, and they're going to get a, a good, solid bull bid. But this is like a huge recruiting game for them, especially – and an especially huge recruiting game, not in terms of for at Coastal, but other schools recruiting Jamie Chadwell after this year. Because if you can take a team that was not even a power – like a, a Division One team, an FBS team a couple of years ago, and beat one of the top 15 programs in the country right now in BYU, that is a huge accomplishment. That, all that being said, so BYU's average margin of victory is like 34 points. They're ridiculously good this year. You mentioned Zach Wilson, Johnny. 300, over 300 passing a game, 26 to 2 touchdown interception ratio, eight more rushing touchdowns. You talked about their schedule as well. Only one team all year has scored more than 20 points against them, Houston, and it was 43-26 on the road, BYU winning. I say this every week, and I've said this to Frankie, I don't know how many times there are not 17 better teams in the country than Coastal. I don't care what anybody says. It's not even close. I agree. There are three teams in the country that score over 38 points and at the same time allow less than 17 points per game. Alabama. Do you guys know those three? Alabama. Alabama is not on that list. Wow. Um. That Notre score Dame. 38 and give up less than 17? Correct. Okay. Notre Dame? Notre Dame is not on that list. Is it BYU? BYU is on that list. Coastal? Coastal is also on that list. Jeez. Is it a rank? Are they ranked? Yeah. Top 10 ranked. Uh, the Gators? Cincy? Cincinnati. Cincy. Wow. 
three group of five teams. Wow. I guess you can – BYU is independent, but I'll consider them a group of five team for that. So the reason I came up with that was because of Coastal really playing Liberty to show how much they were going to dominate Liberty without Malik Willis. Yep. Then you have BYU also in that, and this is just going to – like it, it is going to be such, such a good game. We talk about Zach Wilson, Grayson McCall, just as good. 11th in the country in touchdown passes, has 20. Five more rushing touchdowns. 13th in QBR in the country, one interception on the year. So really good. Coastal's defense, if you remember back to that App State game a couple weeks ago, they were terrible stopping the run. Yep. They did get three turnovers. And their defense, they're tied for 11th in the country in interceptions and Uh 6th in the country in sacks. So their defense is really good. They're they're just a wagon football team. So good. So you have to take the over, and my heart, and I hate that we're all on it, my heart tells me to take Coastal. I think, like I said. It's going to be a good football game. You have to bet that. You have to. Like, right, we need this game. I really hope. This this college football season needs this game, and we need it to be fucking close. We need overtime is what we fucking need. Yes. I want overtime in this bitch, and it's going to be just beautiful. Before we get to game number three, I'm watching the – Kent Virginia game, like I said. Let's go. This, Let's go, Square. This big white dude just dunked for Virginia. And, Johnny, who's the first guy I thought of when he did that? Jack Salt, baby. Jack Salt. <laughs> Old Jack Salt. I actually don't know why we have such an infatuation with him. We? You mean you? It, well, I don't, I don't remember it being me. I think it might have been me and uh... – Yeah, the baldy. <laughs> Let's go, Kent, though. I'm all about the upset. So, game three, and this is not really a great week, especially with all the cancellations. Number three, Clemson at Virginia Tech. Somebody's Hokies in here. Clemson, minus 22, total is 67. Your Hokies, you go first, Johnny. Um, I mean, 22 feels like a lot. Uh, Virginia Tech has – been hot and cold defensively all year um I mean it's Clemson though I think Dabo knows he's gonna have to do some style points uh because I mean if they lose to Notre Dame in the ACC championship I mean then you're gonna have a two-loss Clemson team who I think is still one of the best four teams in the country um 22 is a tough number. I could definitely see them cover. You know, I'm going to do it. Give me Clemson. That, you know, we're doing the Bama theory here. I'm going quarter, half, game, Clemson, and give me the over as well. I, uh, I, uh, I have Clemson first half minus the 13, Clemson minus the 21 and a half, and, and Clemson minus 29 and a half alternate. I think they beat the shit out of them. They have to. I think that they have no other choice. Trevor Lawrence is back. Dabo's all pissed off every fucking day now. Um, I think they have no choice but to just keep to just score sixty on everyone. Alabama's doing it. Clemson's last three margins of victory with Trevor Lawrence: sixty-six, twenty-six, thirty-five. Yep. Scored over forty-seven in all those games. Yeah, yep. give me all of it. Give me Virginia all. Of it. Tech, They've lost three in a row, four of their last five. And if you like, I'd like to play like the similar opponent game. Virginia Tech lost by 34 to Pitt. Clemson just beat them by 35. That's a 69 point differential. 
No. Wait, Pitt beat him by how much? 34. Why is this spread only 21 and a half? I don't know. What the fuck? This spread should be 30. That's why I'm on the ultimate. All Virginia Tech does is run the ball. Clemson allows like 101 yards rushing <laughs> per game. And they're also going to be playing from behind, so they're not going to be able to run the ball. And Virginia Tech's defense, they are horrible. 33 points per game allowed, 460 yards per game allowed. Only Duke, Florida State, and Georgia Tech allow more points per game in the ACC. And Clemson played Georgia Tech. They gave up 73 to Clemson. And uh, people are still going to want to give Trevor Lawrence some Heisman votes, so he's going to turn up. He's going to turn it up some too. This is going to get ugly. So I have Clemson first quarter team total over ten and a half. They're going to score twice. Clemson first half team total over twenty three and a half. They're going to score four touchdowns. First half minus thirteen. The first half over thirty five. I think they scored like thirty one in the first quarter alone last week. Give me the full game minus 22 and the full game over 67. I'm all about the uh, first quarter team total. Put that on mine. That's the Alabama Clemson. And I think I might've done it for coastal a couple times too. Just like take them all. Cause they're so good. So pick four. I'll run through these real quick. I hate to do this, Johnny, but my favorites, Ohio state minus 24. They're good. Makes this- sense. So I have the, the statistical version why and then the, like, actual reason why. So Ohio State, they're averaging over 45 a game, 530 yards per game. They scored at least 38 points in every game. MSU allows 31 per game. They've scored a total of seven points against Iowa and Indiana. Last time they came off a huge emotional win like they did against Northwestern, they, laid, they yeah. laid an egg 49-7. Yeah. So the real reason why is Ohio State – desperately needs to win this game and win it big because I don't think they're going to play next week against Michigan, which will make them ineligible for the big 10 championship game. So the last game that they play in the minds of the voters has to be a dynamic dominant victory. Yep. Last three games against Michigan state for Ohio state one by 24 spread was 20 one by 20 spread was three and a half one by 45 spread was 17. So give me Ohio State minus a 24. My dog is Oregon State plus 11 against Utah in Utah. Um, I know this goes against kind of like what I just said about Michigan State. Beavers coming off an emotional win, and they're playing without their starting quarterback. But Utah's terrible. Jake Bentley is terrible. Two to four touchdown interception ratio. Jamar Jefferson runs all over them. I think it's a close game, if not – Oregon State wins the game outright. So give me Oregon State plus 11. My over was the Buffalo OU over 58 and a half. That was like the most free over of all time. That over was going to get crushed. But since that game got canceled, I guess I'll add the BYU Coastal. I'll make that my over for this week. Um, Over 62 and a half. We already kind of talked about that. And then my under, this is strictly principle, strictly pride here. Memphis Tulane under 63. Fuck Tulane. <laughs> Fuck Tulane. Last four games have all gone under, and they've kept like their same scoring average the whole time, which either means their defense is playing well or the teams they're playing against have been shit. But last four totals have averaged 51, and 36 of them have come from Tulane. So they're only allowing 15 points per game in the last four games. Um, Brady White is just not the same quarterback as he used to be. 
Memphis coming off a game, they scored 10 points. Again, like I said, principal, I'll take uh, the Memphis two-lane under 63. And also, Kent just hit a huge three to get it to 35-33. Come on, flashes. Come on, flashes. You going Frankie or me? Uh, you can go. All right. Fate. Come on, dude. I might live line Kent. I might do it. Don't do it. This is not good. All right. My ah, – man. My favorite this week is going to be – wait a minute. They're what? I thought they were – all right. That All right. That's my dog then. My favorite this week is going to be Texas A&M minus five and a half on the Plains against Auburn. We've said it all year. Uh, we hate Auburn, more specifically. We hate Bo Nix. It was great seeing that fraud asshole get absolutely shoved in him last week by the Tide. I just the, – the arrogance that guy has. Plus A&M, I mean, I don't really think they have a shot at the playoff unless absolute chaos. So they need to make a statement. Plus, they haven't been playing that bad. So, I, my favorite, I like A&M minus five and a half at Auburn. My dog, we're dipping in the well again. Give me the Hogs money line at Missouri. Uh, I don't really know how they're a dog here. Uh, Missouri just doesn't really do anything like that exceptionally well. Um, and the Hogs have been a moneymaker. So, go ahead and give me the Hogs as my dog. My over – you can go ahead and pencil me in for over. It's another low over. Give me the over 44.5 in Indiana, Wisconsin. Do not know to what to expect from either offense. Uh, I hope it's at least 24-21, covered by half a point. Lock it up. And my under, you can go ahead and give me – the Flash's lead. Come on. Bang. Let's go. Give me give me under 57 in Bowling Green Akron because these teams suck, and it shouldn't be close to the over. The toilet bowl? Yeah. This game, I mean. I mean, spoiler alert, I love the over. <laughs> I just – I don't – I've seen enough from both teams in the minimal amount I have that they – this game should just suck. And that's it. All right. Um, my favorite um, is also Texas A&M minus the five and a half at Auburn. Um, that I, I, I just think Auburn is not good and uh, – and and uh, and Johnny, you're right. A and M just they for them to have any type of consideration, they have to keep beating SEC teams by three scores. Um, my dog's gonna be uh, Pat Hill, Fresno State, plus six and a half at Nevada. Um, uh, they're just good against the spread. Um, my over is gonna be San Jose State on the island over sixty. Um, I. Uh, uh, I, that was, that was just a, that was just a gut pick. Hawaii on the Island. I just like over 60. I only have to get, uh, right. 31, right. 31, 30. It's good. 
It's good. Um, my under is going to be Syracuse Notre Dame under 51. I don't know if Syracuse scores any points. Oh, man, that's a horseshit call. Danny Pippen just got called for a travel. That dude's been there for like nine years, I swear to God. I feel like he's been there since like before I even got to college. I swear to God, he's been there forever. All right, I'll go through my full card real quick. I like Purdue minus one. I think they play Nebraska at home. Nebraska stinks. Nebraska's terrible. I'll take Ohio State first half minus 13 and a half. The first half over 31. Ohio State game minus 24. And that full game over 59 and a half. I think Ohio State may score 60 themselves. Give me Penn State plus 11 and a half against Rutgers at home. Penn, Penn State sucks. And then give me yeah. that give me that over 52 and a half as well. Um, give me Marshall minus 22 and a half against Rice. Give me Toledo UNI over 55 and a half. The Toilet Bowl, BG Akron over 57. BG allows – they've allowed 194 points in four games. That's about 48 and a half points per game they allow. I didn't know that when I made my pick. Granted, they've scored 54 points which is like, what, 13 points a game scored? So not great. Akron, ain't, they ain't much better. They allow 189 points a game, which is like – both these teams allow almost 50 apiece. So I'm just praying that one offense figures it out. Give me Eastern Western over 66. UL Monroe, Arkansas State over 71. Florida minus 17 and a half and Florida, Tennessee over 62 and a half. I said Indiana plus 13. I like NC State minus six and a half and the Georgia Tech NC State over 60. Georgia Tech stinks. Coastal plus 10 and that over 62 and a half. I like San Jose State minus two and a half and that San Jose State Hawaii over as well. Frankie over 60. All my Clemson picks. Um, Alabama first quarter minus seven and a half. Alabama first half minus 17. Alabama LSU first half over 35 and a half. The full game over 66. And Alabama's team total over 47 and a half. Give me Oklahoma minus 21 and a half. Bob Stoops is back helping coach this week. They're going to roll Baylor. Baylor sucks. And then give me Oregon State plus 11. Uh, my full card. Um... Give me Coastal plus the 10, the over 62 and a half. Wisconsin minus the 13. Clemson first half minus 13. Clemson minus 21 and a half. And then uh, the Clemson alternate minus 29 and a half. Uh, the Aggies minus five and a half. Fresno State plus six and a half. The San Jose State, State Hawaii over 60. Syracuse Notre Dame under 51. Ohio State first half minus 13. Ohio State minus 24. I'm um, also on the Arkansas money line. Fucking go hogs. I love that. How in the world are they underdogs? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Um, Marshall minus 22 and a half versus Rice. Marshall's also a wagon. Um, Florida minus 17 and a half at Tennessee. Uh, give me the Ducks minus a nine at Cal. Cal is terrible. Um, fuck Oregon. Fuck the Ducks, but I need them to bounce back. Uh, Alabama first half minus 17, Alabama minus 29 and a half. And I'm also on the Sooners huge minus 21 and a half against Baylor. That's my lock. All right. 
Love NC State minus six and a half against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech blows, and NC State overs have been cashed, so give me that over 60 as well. Give me Virginia minus three and a half against BC. I'm tired of BC just existing. Um, I don't really know why this line just looks good. Virginia's been kind of good to me this year as well, so give me that. Uh, kind of a risky pick here. Give me the over. South Carolina, Kentucky over 46. Love the low overs. Oof. Could be brutal. I think hopefully Luke Doty can inject something uh, into South Carolina this week. What is he the line? Offense. I, I thought I, w- I thought he was starting this week. Doty is starting. Is he really? Hold on, let me look this up. I don't think I don't think because I don't think it's Colin Hill anymore. I thought Doty started last week against Georgia. All right, timeout. I gotta look this up because if Luke Doty is playing this weekend, then I'm all over the Cox. Let me Cox, see. Are you gonna sprinkle the money line? He shit. He did play last week. Yeah, I thought. I thought when I was watching the game, I thought I saw him. Well, fuck! I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Wait, hold on a second. This shows you how much I pay attention to South Carolina right now. Did Shy Smith not play last week? No, he was hurt. Is he back this week? You know. Uh, TBD. I honestly don't know. Add the Cox to my card as well, plus 11. <laughs> Kentucky is not good. They don't score. So the over is going to hit. If the, if the over can hit in Kentucky Vanderbilt, it can hit in Kentucky, South Carolina. Sorry, I have it at 11 and a half. I'll take it at 11 and a half. Yeah, yeah. they're glad to have. Um, I can't believe I'm even th- – this is principal bet for me. Give me over 41 and a half, Florida Atlantic, Georgia Southern. That is disgusting, dude. Uh, I, FAU, I hit, FAU, baby. The I hit, FAU runners. I hit an over, I think, two weeks ago or three. It was Army and it was at 40. It got smoked. Uh, so, give me the over there. I like the over in Eastern Western at 66. I like the Gators first half minus ten and a half over Tennessee. Tennessee's frauds as usual. They're in the same boat as Texas. Florida needs to keep it rolling before they head to Atlanta. So give me the Gators first half there. I love the Oregon State pick plus eleven. I think they're going to keep it rolling as well. I like the over in UCLA Arizona State fifty five and a half late late night Pac twelve. Give me the over on the island. That's just a principal bet. Give me give me the under Tulane Memphis. Principal bet because Tulane can go rotten hell. Give me the over 45 and a half Tulsa Navy. Uh, I think Tulsa's actually not that bad. And I think Navy's got to get pumped up because they play. Uh, they have Army next week, so they got to get something rolling. And then Whatever Alabama bets you said earlier, I'm on those as well. They are going to blow the absolute doors off of LSU. And then uh, to end it up, give me the uh, Coastal plus 10 and the over there. All right, we'll move back to NFL recap. We'll buzz through these real quick. Browns beat the Birds. We all kind of expected that. The Birds are in complete disarray right now. 
and we're not going to talk about them until Doug Peterson is fired, correct, Frankie? Just about. Okay. Uh, Titans beat the Ravens in overtime, 30-24. to 24. Then Lamar got COVID. We'll talk about that in a second. But the Steelers' streak of not covering on the road as double-digit favorites is over. They killed Jacksonville. Fuck the Saints, even though they won and covered. Fuck Taysom Hill. Fuck Sean Fuck Payton. Taysom Hill. It should, be, it should absolutely be Jameis. Who would also be winning these games. Correct. With, like, 400 passing yards and three touchdowns and three picks, but he'd be winning them. We had the Dolphins and Tua somehow lose to Drew Locke and the Broncos, which was disgusting. Terrible. The Colts beat the Packers in overtime. The Cowboys somehow (laughs) beat the Vikings, which was incredible. Chiefs avenged the loss over the Raiders on Sunday night football. Monday night football, the Rams beat the Bucks. But the storyline of week 11, and of course, it fucking happened. It, like, it seemed like it was going to happen all throughout the year. You were just kind of praying that it wouldn't happen. Joe Burrow goes down. Horrible hit. Oh, just we, we, we saw this for 10 weeks. We saw it. Correct. Just wrecked his knee. Uh, I blame Zach Taylor. It sucks so bad. Tough. Because he's so good at football. So good. So exciting to watch. And we may not see him until mid-year next year. Correct. Like, we'll see him at Thanksgiving next year. Sucks. Speaking of Thanksgiving, last week, I I did go two for two on Thanksgiving. Dang. The football team, baby. Me too. (laughs) I had a great Thanksgiving. Because Gonzaga covered too. Texans killed the Lions. And then, of course, fuck my fantasy team because Will Fuller didn't get hurt because he was on PEDs, of course. That fucker. <laughs> and then the football team killed the Cowboys. Because the Cowboys are – oh, my gosh. Oh, it was one of the most beautiful sights. Browns escaped with a win over Jacksonville. We watched that game together, most of it. The Falcons laid the fucking wood to the Raiders. Who saw Lord. that? Derek Carr, small hands. Just brutal. The the Bills Chargers game, I cannot fathom how Anthony Lynn has a job. I, it's ridiculous. Um, and I'm super excited for whoever takes over that team. There's they have so many good players. That team is good. They have so many good players. I can't wait to see who's going to be a fucking idiot. Right. I'm so bad for Justin Herbert. That that's where like that's where like Lincoln Riley needs to go or someone like oh, that. That would be fun. That would be dude, fun. they would fucking put up. Oh man, I would love to see Justin Herbert fucking work with a guy who knows how to fucking play football and he'd have three timeouts in his pocket when he needs them. Jesus Christ, he's so bad. Who's who's the defensive? Is Gus Bradley still a defensive coordinator there? Do we know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's he's been a head coach before, right? Or am I thinking incorrectly? He was the Jaguars coach. So keep him as your defensive coordinator and bring in what's-his-face for uh, Joe Brady. Yeah, do. Joe Brady's your head coach. Run or uh, what's, who's the Chiefs guy? Bien-Ami. Give him Give that guy the job. Yeah, but I think Bien-Ami might go to Houston. I think that job's more attractive. Yeah, Watson. Oh, no. Um, the G-Men pulled out a victory over the Bengals. Titans killed the Colts, Derrick Henry. It's Tractor Cito season. Yeah, it is. Vikings came from behind to beat the Panthers. Pats beat the Cardinals, who I'll get to in a minute, are officially back to being the C-words. Oh, man, they have been for a while. Kyler's been 
very average the last two weeks. He's been figured out, not running the ball at all. The the Saints and Broncos game where the Broncos were first forced to start Shout with that guy, squad receiver and quarterback. Shout out that guy. Yikes. What a tough uh, job. Honest question. Who would have performed better, him or Christian Hackenberg in that position? Oh, oh, they'd have let Christian Hackenberg throw the ball 20 sometimes, and that would not have gone well. I think Hack might have got some yards. <laughs> right. And maybe, maybe someone would have a reception. <laughs> One of nine, 13 yards, two picks. Not great. The 49ers and Kyle Shanahan just have Sean McVay's number. They won 23-20 over the Rams. Chiefs beat the Bucs. Yeah. Chiefs beat the Bucks 27-24. Tyree killed 269 yards and three touchdowns received. Woo! Some Randy Moss shit. Yeah. Packers killed the Bears. I barely even watched that game. I was asleep. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, slaughter. Aaron Rodgers show. Seahawks beat the Birds by six. And oh, then Wednesday God. night football. I retired. Which was supposed to be on Thanksgiving, played almost a week later. The Steelers beat RG3 slash Trace McSorley and put me into retirement by not covering that fucking game. Can we not talk about how the Birds backdoor covering put me into retirement? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you had Seattle. Seahawks minus six and a half. Yeah, uh, the math was right. Oh my they did, god, they did do the right thing there. I hate, I hate Doug Peterson. Man, this, this uh, quick break here. This game is coming down to the fucking wire. I'm pissed. I can't get it. They keep going back and forth. Kent's down one with eight minutes left. This dipshit just dribbled the ball off his foot. Man, this is – Is this a Virginia's terrible year after the, after the shift? I mean, their offense is garbage. That was horrific. What a horrific possession that was. All right, games of the week. Game number one. Absolutely the game of the week. Browns, Browns at Titans. Titans minus five and a half. Total is 53. Disrespectful spread, don't you think? No, I think it's about right. Because uh-huh. – in, in the Browns' three losses, they've been outscored 92-19. to 19. They've scored no more than seven points in any of those games. Um, in their eight wins, they have six games of 27 points scored or more. Average margin of victory is six and a half. So when, when they win, they win by basically a score. When they lose, they lose terribly. So that's kind of like putting both of these into account here. Since this will be a football game. Good football game. Since Nick Chubb has come back from injury, Browns are 3-0. and He's run for over 100 yards in every game, averaging 128. Yeah. Browns are without Denzel Ward. They'll get Miles Garrett back. These are, the, these are the top two running backs in football. Yes. And I don't yeah. know how close it is right now. So, Browns defense, 17 points per game allowed in their last four. Been rounding into form after starting terribly. And Garrett's back. And you mentioned two best running backs in football. Derrick Henry in wins. 121 yards per game in losses, 98 yards per game. So if they can hold them under 100 yards, they can absolutely win this game. So that's a benchmark they have to strive for. Um, I'm not going to pick against the Browns, so I'll take them plus five and a half. I also think this game has like 31-27 written all over it. Yeah, Titans defense is not good either. They allow 26 a game. So give me over 53 in the Browns plus five and a half. 
I'm going to take the Browns plus the five and a half, and I'm also going to put the Browns money line on my card. I think that um, uh, Baker Mayfield has to play really, really good in this game too. I think that this is one of the biggest games they'll have as, a, as, as in his Browns career right here. Um, I think he has to play really well, and I, and I, and I, and I think that he does. Um, I think that the Titans' defense is a little porous. Um, I think Jarvis is going to have a good matchup all day. And I think that uh, I think Nick Chubb's going to eat and it's going to let Baker run that play action that he loves and uh, um, give me the Browns to win this game. Uh, Baker to get some confidence rolling here and maybe make a little run. Yeah, I mean, this is I feel like I've said it every week, but like this is arguably the biggest Browns game that as a Browns fan, I probably and square. You probably tested this as well. That like, we'll, we have witnessed to date in our lives. Yeah, man. If they win this game, they're pretty much a lock for the playoffs. And, so, they're, and they're for real if they win this game. They, yeah, if they win this game, I think more people will start to show them respect. Um, obviously, though, they last time they played the Titans, they got their absolute fucking clocks cleaned. Um, that was with an absolute inbred as head coach. Um, <laughs> I agree with what you said, though, uh, Frankie, about Baker. I, I, the Titans are going to try and stack the box. I mean, the Browns have shown they can still run the ball on seven, eight-man boxes. Uh, it's what has turned Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt into the best duo in the league and two of the top, I think, if not. You could argue that – I mean, Nick Chubb is a certified top five back. I mean, I think you'd argue that Kareem at times is a fringe top five as well. Um I'm on the Browns plus five and a half. I think it goes over as well. I mean, obviously, Denzel Ward being out sucks. I mean, the defense is – defense, I mean, it was against the Jaguars. I mean, they did not really give me much confidence. I mean, Miles Garrett coming back is enormous. Uh, their linebackers have started to play well, which is huge, especially against an absolute – I mean, tra- it's tractor seat season now. Uh, they're going to have to sell out for – uh, Derrick Henry. I mean, it's going to be – I think it's going to be similar game plans. They're going to try and run it down each, each other's throats, and it's going to be play action with Tannehill and Baker. So same, same game, same game. Be, I think it's going to be a matter of who, who, can, who can stop who, and uh, I think it's going to come down to Tannehill versus Baker. Um, I'm nervous. I'm already nervous for it. Um, if they win this game, it's going to feel pretty unreal that the Browns are probably going to the playoffs. Um, so that being said, give me the Browns plus five and a half, and then I like that over as well. I mean, at the same time, A.J. Brown could have 150 yards receiving in the first half, and they could lose this game 48 to 10. Yeah, they could end up definitely like the Steelers or Ravens games. Huge three from Kent. Lead by two. Let's go Let's square. Go. Let's go. Oh, flash up. Rams minus two and a half at the Cardinals. Total is 48. I don't get either team. So you have the Rams. They might not be as good as we thought they were. And – like they get killed by the Dolphins and the 49ers at home. But sandwiched in between, they have wins over Tampa and Seattle. The Seawards, five straight one possession games. They've lost to the Dolphins, the Seahawks, and the Patriots. They beat the Seahawks in overtime. And they and should have lost to the Bills. Beat the Bills on a Hail Mary. Just an incredibly, incredibly frustrating team. Yeah. Um, Tyler Murray, your boy. I love the Rams. Yeah. I love them. The de- their defense is complete. Right? And and this is where we're getting Jan Ramsey, DeAndre Hopkins, and and people have and like I said earlier, people are figuring out Kyler Murray, right? He's lethal when he when he can run the ball eight, nine times a game. 
because you're going to get 60, 70 yards. And one of those is usually a touchdown, right? So, and, and he's, had, he's had limited, maybe under, under 10, 15 yards in the last couple of weeks. And uh, um, with Aaron Donald in your face and the best cornerback in the league on your top receiver, um, I, I think life's going to be a little bit hard for him again this week. Um, so I like the Rams to win by field goal at least. I am going to annihilate the Rams. I yeah, hope I think, they I, think I, I think I love it. I, I hope they win by a thousand. I'm done. <laughs> but, I uh fuck, what's the what's the saying Stu says? Uh fuck. I don't know why I'm blanking. Um I hope they win by a thousand. Seawards are frauds, cliffs are fraud. Uh they got lucky against the Bills. Other than that, they have not looked good. I hope Jared Goff slings it for six hundred. Rams by double digits, and give me the over as well. Last four games, Kyler Murray, no games under – or no games over 300 yards passing. Cardinals are one and three. The Rams defense, um, Tom Brady, they held 216 yards passing, two touchdowns, two picks. Russell Wilson, 248 yards passing, no touchdowns, two picks. I think he struggles. They're the C words again, so give me the Rams minus two and a half. And then the Bills, what do you want, at – the 49ers, even though they're playing in Arizona. 49ers are one-point favorites. The line has moved. Bills were one-point favorites on Wednesday, and the total is 47. I like the Bills in this game. I'll, I'll take the Bills' money line. I'd be, I would think that they'd be favored. Um, so that's a little weird to me. I'm not sure how much I, uh, I like either team at this moment, but um, – I don't know. Is it, isn't this a Monday night game? This is a Monday night game. One of them. I like Josh Allen in some prime time here. Yeah. Also, is Mullen still playing quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, give me Josh. This is a Josh Allen versus Nick Mullins pick for me, I think. In prime time on Monday night, I like the Bills to score. Um, give me the Bills money line here. How are the Bills dogs? That's what I'm saying. I'm throwing the barn. The barn is going on the Bills. What's going on here? I'm so confused. Bills money line. That's all you got to know. That <laughs> what? What? Bills, okay. money Bills money line. Where do you like the? Do you like uh, the 49ers? No, I'll say something nice about the Bills though. I think the bye week did like a lot of good for their defense. I would think they allowed 30 plus back to back weeks. Then they held the Chargers to 17. Herbert only threw, I guess, only threw for 316. Which is, yeah, which is only 52 for him. 52 attempts, and 55 came on the Hail Mary at the end of the game. Damn. And I think, so if it wasn't for the, the Hail Mary against the Cardinals, Bills would have won five in a row. They'd be the third seed. Yep. But like you said, I can't trust Nick Mullins. And they, without that Hail Mary, they hold the Cardinals under under maybe 21, right? For, well, yeah, it would have, been, would have been close, but – Wasn't it like 27-27 or something like that? How so they would – This game was going to be played in Santa Clara. Now they're playing it where? The same field where the Bills got their fucking hearts ripped out. So they're coming back for revenge, I think. So I like, I like the Bills. like them uh, money line there. So I originally have – What the fuck? I originally had them as my favorite, minus one. Obviously, I'm going to have to change that. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Packers minus nine against the Birds. As you should. As my favorite. 
simply because Carson Wentz is in that. Let me make that swap. Okay. I think, I, guys, I think that he might be – like, I think he might be a moron. Like, he might – is he – like, I'm worried about him now. Like, 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 I think he might, he might have lost something, like, after on that clowny hit. Like, I'm, I'm, like, seriously concerned about it. Oh! Bacon three for Kent. Holy shit. That was huge. Flash up. Come on. Kent leads by two, 430 to go. Holy shit. Holy shit. All right, I'm going to keep ripping through these. Browns plus five and a half is my dog. Give me the over. Raiders, Jets, over 46 and a half. This is pick four, by the way. Um, That's a hell of a shot. Oh, shit. Kent with a steal. That's a foul. Let's go. Flashes lead by four. Come on. Um, Before the horrible game against the Falcons, Raiders had scored 30 plus in three straight games. Um, Aside from the Browns game, which is played in like grapple or whatever they describe that as, all their totals have been over 49. They allow almost 30. Jets just need to score 14, and this goes over. And then my under, probably going to be the most disgusting game of the weekend, the Bengals-Dolphins. I'll take the under 42.5. Bengals have scored 17 or less in three straight, playing with Brandon Allen at quarterback. Dolphins' defense has allowed less than 21 points in six of their last seven, and only twice in that span have the Dolphins scored over 30. So I think this ends like the, the Dolphins-Jets games, which both were 24 to nothing and 20 to three. Um, my pick four here, give me the uh, Colts minus three and a half as my favorite. Um, the Texans offense just took a huge blow here. Um, so give me the Colts to win that, that game, uh, laying only minus three and a half. Um, my dog is also the Browns plus the five and a half. Um, I think they win that football game. So give me them plus the five and a half. My, uh, over is going to be, uh, the Eagles and the Packers over 49 and a half. I need the Eagles to score 14 points and that game goes over. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Cause the Packers are scoring 38, 41, something like that. Um, give me over 49 and my under is going to be lions bears under 44 and a half, because I don't know why. I don't know. All right. Um, my favorite Rams minus two and a half against yeah. the C words. I mean, it just it's that's the easiest bet of the whole week, I think. And knowing us, the C words are going to win like 38 13. Yep. Yep. Kevin's going to have a billion yards. My dog, Lions plus three and a half against the Bears. Um, being up, being uh, around uh, a bunch of Lions fans recently, they're ecstatic that Maddie P's gone. Apparently was an absolute dickhead in the locker room too. And that's, uh, he said some stuff about Darius Slay, which is interesting. I'll send you guys a screen grab of an article about um, how he, it was solely Patricia that forced him to get traded to Philly. But uh, I like the Lions. I, I think they're going to come out inspired. I mean, Daryl Bevel's an absolute moron, but I mean, Matt, it could be Matt Stafford's last salvo in Detroit. Um, also, it's against Mitchell Trubisky, who sucks. So, I'm going to take my money on Matt Stafford making plays over Trubisky. So, they're my dog. My over, give me the over 46 in Saints-Falcons. Uh, this is risky with Taysom Hill. I think the Falcons still get, still score some points. I also think this could be a spot where maybe Taysom sucks and maybe just by the grace of God, we get grace with Jameis in here, which would be awesome. 
So give me the over in that game. And then, Jesus Christ, dude. I hate all these on. I hate these unders. I hate them. Give me the under in Raiders Jets because I think that game is going to suck. All right, I'll whip through my full card right here. Dolphins minus ten and a half against the Bengals. The Bengals stink. I have the Browns and that over. Mention that. Give me the Colts minus three and a half against the Texans. No Will Fuller. I think is huge in that game. Jags-Vikings, over 51. There's going to be points scored in that game. I already mentioned the Raiders-Jets, over 46 and a half. I'm going to keep, like, keep betting against the uh, Saints until Jameis plays. So give me the Falcons plus three. That over 45 and a half. Mention the Rams, minus two and a half. Packers, minus nine already. I also like the Eagles-Packers, over 49. Give me the football team plus seven, I believe, against the Steelers. The football team is for real. I'm on the football team, on the card, oh, baby. God, Ted just missed a dunk, but he got fouled. Oh, man, that was huge. Could have used that. Um, Bill's money line, and then whatever the Ravens come out to be. I don't think I have a, a line on that yet. Let me just double-check one last time here. Play? They play the Cowboys. I bet it's double digits. If Lamar's playing, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have anything yet. I don't care what it is. I'll take it. That'll close my card. All right. Um, Browns plus the five and a half. Browns money line. Rams minus the two and a half. The Bills money line. Give me the Colts minus three and a half. Give me the football team plus seven. Uh, the Eagles Packers over 49 and a half. The Lions Bears under 44 and a half. Uh, give me the Packers minus the nine. Um, I'll take against uh, the Eagles uh, every single game until Peterson's fired. And give me the Chiefs minus 13 and a half against Denver. Keep right. Clark is a fucking. Um, that team needs to get level. He sucks. He sucks. He's not a good point guard. He sucks. I don't know how he was the point guard of that national championship team. Um, give me the Dolphins minus 10.5 against the Bengals. Uh, if it's Brandon Allen or Ryan Finley, they suck. I think this is a bounce back spot for the Finns, so give me the Finns there. I like Colts minus three in the over in that game as well. Give me the over 51 in Jags Vikings. Give me Browns plus 5.5 the over there. Um, give me Packers minus eight against the birds. Uh, this should be an absolute slaughter. Give me the, oh, shit. Give me the over and bolts Patriots. Uh, I don't know if the Patriots are even going to cross the 50 till the second half, but, um, like the over there and give me chiefs minus 13 against the Broncos. Okay. Those are NFL and college picks for this week. We're going to finish it up with a little college basketball talk. I'm going to give you my hot takes, and then I'm going to let these boys kind of take it from there because, okay, maybe we'll let Johnny take it from there. <laughs> Admittedly, I've not watched a whole lot. So my hot takes are. I'm very excited, though. I'm very excited. I, I just I haven't caught too much. Um, Gonzaga's good, Baylor's good, and Iowa's good. Those are my three hot takes right Yeah, now. yeah, these are my takes too. Uh, Gonzaga could be good this year. Uh, Luca Garza 
He seems to be able to put the ball into the hoop sometimes. I fucking hate that kid, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Square. Elbow the fucking mouth. Um, and then uh, Baylor's going to play more – Baylor's going to play defense again this year, and they're going to be good. So we're on the we're on the same page here. <laughs> All right, start off with obviously MSU's big win over Duke. Yeah, obviously. Um, I, I you bet on them, right? No. I I bet like one or two. College, I think I'm one and one. I bet the Gonzaga Auburn over. Also, another hot take. Auburn is terrible. They're going to be horrible. And then uh, I bet the OU Illinois over in that hit. Right. So Auburn is terrible because they have a five star who, who I think isn't going to get allowed to play because of some NCAA violations. So he's probably going to go overseas. Um, Wait, who is? I'm sorry, you cut out there for a minute. Auburn's five star. Auburn has a five star. I think it's Sharif Moore. Sharif Cooper, I think. Sharif Cooper, yeah. He. Really good, really good player, but I don't think he's ever going to throw an Auburn jersey on uh, due to some NCAA stuff. Uh, but yeah, obviously huge win against those rats. I hate them. That rat Coach K. Um, first win against them since obviously the Big Elite Eight game at uh, my junior year at MSU. Um, yeah, huge win. Then obviously MSU survived a little bit tonight against the Scare. Um, so you know you keep winning. Uh, obviously, right now big game. I hope Virginia loses because I, I absolutely despise the way they play. Um, so that'd Virginia, be a big one. Virginia leads by one, by the way. Kent Ball, 140 left. Um, but, yeah, I, this year it's going to be Gonzaga's title to lose. Uh, they are top to bottom the best team – one of the best teams in recent memory that I've seen play. Jalen Suggs, five-star, going to be a lot of pick. Guys are stud. Pippen takes the lead. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep interrupting here. Oh, that's good. I'm all right. I'm all right with that. Gonzaga uh, reminds me of that. That is horrible. Gonzaga reminds me of that uh, Kentucky team with Devin Booker coming off the bench. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that's actually a great-ass comparison. Right? Like, like they just have just – there's just fleets of guys who are just so good at this game. Yeah. And, and, and the way they're playing – and they're, they're playing modern-ass college basketball, running up and down. Everyone can run. Everyone can shoot. They're really fucking good. And Mark Few, this is the best talent he's ever had. And that guy's a good coach. So, um, yep. they just they, – they just look, like you said, top to bottom, just wow. Top to bottom, they should, they should definitely win it. Um, they uh, – their overs are going to be mortal. Uh, they're gonna drop at least eighty, and obviously yeah. depends on yeah, I was gonna, yeah. That that's also right. As as if there's oh, if their overs are one sixty, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be an absolute juggernaut all year, especially because they don't play anybody in the WCC. Um, Kentucky's been probably win the Big Twelve, even though I feel like people have said that in the last like two to three years. Um, I don't – obviously, we're going to see how they play down the stretch because they blew it last year. Um, and then uh, Kansas obviously won it. Kansas with a big win against Kentucky later that night after MSU beat Duke. Uh, Kentucky, Kansas really doesn't have any shooting in Kentucky. Kentucky will figure it out. I mean, there's a bunch of teams that are going to figure it out. Um, yeah, right. Like, a lot of these teams are playing really good squads early. They got to get – Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, plus with the COVID and stuff, you're not really going to get accurate scouting reports sometimes on these. West Virginia's going to be good, too. They, like, they, they played like, – Gonzaga's really good, and West Virginia put the ball in the hoop, too. So, um, I, I, I like them to be competitive here this yeah. year. 
They're not. They're not going to be press Virginia just because they don't oh. have a lot of speed. Um, but there's so they're they're going to be scoring points too and giving oh, up points. I think. Oh yeah, they're going to be a very very good team to watch. Um, obviously the Big Ten uh, with Square. I am not that high on Iowa simply because they don't. They I mean they're going to be able. They're going to score ninety, but they are going to have to outscore teams because Rand McCaffrey doesn't believe in defense. Um, I think the team to beat in the conference is Illinois, even though they lost to Baylor. I mean, they haven't really played in a game of that magnitude. And if they're, if there's any team in the conference that's going to figure out, it's probably them. Um, I don't know. Wisconsin, I think, is the Big Ten Virginia. They just slough it up. I don't know how they're a top-five team. It's probably because they bring back, like, seven seniors. I mean, I think this year especially having experience is going to matter. So, I mean, the Big Ten is going to be another juggernaut. It's going to be the best conference once again. Yep. Um, I guess just some other quick things. Texas won the Maui, which was a good win for them. I think they basketball wise, they're on their way to being back. On the way to be on. They're gonna be able to compete with Baylor. Um they get some McConaughey on the sidelines. Yeah, Duke's got some stuff to figure out. North Carolina has stuff to figure out. Florida State, Scotty Barnes gonna be a lottery pick. Dude's an, dude's a stud. Florida State, I think it'll be good. Um, Pac twelve, I don't nobody really cares. Um they don't I don't I, I couldn't tell you any team that's particularly good. UCLA is supposed to be pretty good, and Arizona State has a couple of five stars and Remy Martin, who's a good point guard. But um, I mean, early on, you're not really going to see much. I know, especially in the coming weeks, a conference play is going to start. I know the Big Ten plays on Christmas, which is exciting. Um, there is uh, I know I think there's a couple other juggernaut matchups. I mean, tomorrow one of the I mean a game that I can't believe that this is horrible on college basketball scheduling but I mean because of the virus I mean number one Gonzaga number two Baylor is tomorrow which is I mean I'm gonna have I'm gonna at least have a screen up for that Gonzaga Baylor is tomorrow yeah it's gonna be an absolute doozy what time uh, I believe it's 4 30 oh man oh yeah. that was... so I don't That's think there's cool. any good 3 30 college football games either so uh I'm definitely gonna have at least an eye on that and then I mean as there's not – you can't really – I'm not really going to overreact to anything yet um, just because it's early on. Teams are still figuring themselves out. Obviously, I hope Kent pulls this out against Virginia. I think Virginia is going to be a fraud again. Um, so, upcoming, we got Big Ten ACC and then conference play shortly thereafter. So, bottom line from this entire little rant is that it's Gonzaga and then I think there's a gap and then I think it's like Baylor, Iowa – and then I think there's a little bit more of a gap, and then it's everybody else. So if you're going to put your money on anybody right now at a sports book, I would throw it on Gonzaga right now. I have one more takeaway, but Kent trails by two with 40 seconds left. They didn't get a foul call at the other end and then gave up two free throws at the other end. So they're now down three, 35 ticks to go. They got to get a bucket here. This is awesome podcast because you're going to get some silence. On flashes. Pippen, you got to shoot that, dude. Uh, Michigan State. rebound. Pippen again. Pippen doesn't know what to do. 17 ticks. Now I got to get a three here. Come on. Come on, Kent. You got to go, Pippen. Pippen for three. Air ball. Uh. Saved. Uh. I think Kent basketball with 5.2 to go. Come on, Pippen, no more shooting. Give it to someone else. He doesn't want it. That was incredible. I can't believe 
Rob Sendroff is going ballistic on the sidelines right now. All right, I think they're reviewing this. It should be Kent's ball. It should be Kent's ball. Okay. Um, let me just make sure. Yeah, he's good. Okay. okay. Um, last takeaway I had was Richmond beating Kentucky, obviously before Kansas did. And then it looks like Richmond is going to be scheduling UConn for this weekend or early next week, I believe, which would be like great. They look good too. So that's my that's my basketball talk. I really well, have not. Uh, Johnny, it, it, isn't isn't Creighton supposed to be uh, pretty good this year too? Uh, they're they're going to be an over machine. They yeah. just, they just score. They yeah, just score. I thought they scored another like ninety. Well, I didn't even mention them. Villanova is going to be good as well. They're oh yeah, the team near the top. Uh, it's gonna be it's Gonzaga, and then there's a bunch of teams that yeah. are super super good, but I just don't know if they have what it takes to beat Gonzaga. Also, I'm tr- I can't remember the school. Hold on, that's Greenville. Yes, Greenville. They're a D three school. They are scheduled to play a couple more D one schools. Their overs are free. Absolutely free. Their three games so far have been loss 138-97, loss 173-95, and loss 177-108. Did you say 173? Yeah. Yeah. They gave up 173 points? They gave up 177, actually. Oh, my goodness gracious. They're, a How is that possible? Game, a college basketball game totaled – what would be 285 points. How is that possible to score almost 200 points? Wow. You have I to score on almost every possession, and you have to have, like, so many of them. To end the pod, 5.8 seconds left. Kent's going to need a three. Who are they drawing it up for? Naga for three. No good. Rebound. Kick out. Pippen for three. Oh, yeah! Oh! We go to overtime. Holy shit. Let's go. Flash up. Come on. Give me this game. Holy dick. (laughs) Let's go. Holy shit. Pippen. Let's make sure he got it off. Oh, he got it way off. Let's go. Dude, I, I believe he's torn two ACLs at Kent. He's wearing double knee braces out there. I swear he's been there for six years. That was a huge shot. And he also played the last seven minutes of that game with four fouls. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the bar to watch the rest of this game. <laughs> Everybody else, good luck gambling this weekend. You actually may want to take this podcast name. Oh, I didn't even give out our picks, our records. Well, I'll give them out real quick. Oh, Lord. I'm not going to go through like the – You don't have to. You don't have to. So, I'll just give our overall records in college. Frankie, 78-86-1. Johnny, 76-79-4. I am 135-124-5. Jesus. And then NFL, we are all, for the first time, negative. Frankie, 36, 62, and three. That is cool. <laughs> Johnny, 41, 59, and three, and I am 68, 70, and six. Christ. 
Alright, with all that being said, please God let Kent pull this off. Good luck betting this weekend. We'll talk to you guys next week.